I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. And 24 of Back in the Closet with the two crazy cat ladies. Guys, we are joined today by our one of the most favorite people on the planet. And certainly in, our and, world. and certainly in the in the cat world, Pam Roussel with Perfectly Holistic. Um, we she's been here on our podcast. You've been in our closet once before, right? But that was the ghost story. That was a ghost story. Yeah. That's the only other time. Isn't I couldn't that believe crazy? that. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like we started, I think was it the beginning of this year doing interviews. I can't believe you were like the number one that we was like, okay, let's get Pam on here first. Let's talk because hey. you're so much fun to talk to. Well, and a little teaser, I, you know, if you stick around, you might get another ghost story today, but let's start with, for anyone who's joining us, this has not been exposed <laughs> to your amazingness. Could you uh, do a short intro for everyone and let us know? Absolutely. I am so happy to hear. And I love that intro music. I was over here just dancing. It was like, oh, yeah, this is good. You're going to have to tell me where you got that one because I want it. <laughs> we'll share notes afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for you guys who do not know me, my name is Pam. I am owner and founder of Perfectly Holistic, a boutique for cats. And I started my journey into holistic health. Back in 2005, um, I had a, a foot injury that would not heal. And after using conventional medicine that failed me, I ended up going to a Chinese doctor for acupuncture and I'm needlephobic. So that was a huge step out of my comfort zone. And um, to this day, I still run away from needles and I, just, I don't do SHOTS. Um, so. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not kidding. Um, so that, yeah. So to go on to that journey was like mind blowing and experience. And I was healed in eight weeks. So that opened doors to like, huh, what else don't I know? Don't I know that I need to learn about? So it was kind of like the, the Pandora's box, opening the can of worms and figuring out, wow, this alternative healing, alternative health, really makes a lot of sense. And I started following people like Dr. Mercola, Dr. Karen Becker, and learning and learning and learning um, and exploring just the whole alternative world of natural health. And it was so fun and so exciting. Um, my background is in the fitness industry and I was in the fitness industry for 37 years. I just retired in January. Uh, I know. And so about so what you know in the intro i'm dancing I, hello my background is in group exercise instructing and so choreography and music and all that is right up my alley so anyway um so yeah it's been it's been yeah after 37 years in that industry full time to be able to take this business that i started um gosh it was like seven a little over seven years ago now yeah right about and this i worked my tail off doing it part-time, building, building, building until I could go full-time. And so, you know, it's just so cool to find your passion and your purpose. And when you know that you're on the right path, doors just start to open and you got to follow that passion. And so I worked my ass off to make it work. And so, yeah, here we are. I love so it. Exciting. Here we are seven well, years later. And it's, it's it, that's really interesting. Adrian was saying before the show that we, we met you in, 2019 2019 yeah mm -hmm. 2019 and um and but we had no idea actually we met we met you we had we didn't meet in person we met you we online right in 2018 2019 is when we met you for super zoo and that was already after you helped us with Pooh bear no last year was the first year we met her for super zoo oh so don't listen to me it was 2018 yeah, <laughs> we met online after yes, we went online, that you guys did with Billy Hoffman and answers. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And then you reached out, and we had a Zoom, and it was it was great. You were like, "I'm in holistic health for cats," and we we're like, "What? There's somebody else in the world that's in holistic health for cats? Yes, please, let's talk." <laughs> and then you introduced us to a whole new world, a whole new world, a whole new woo-woo world. Woo-woo, yes. Right. Yes, and, and Pam is responsible for um, our Pooh Bear for 
three years, guys, we were doing everything that we could every bit of research, every new supplement, everything that we could to get him off of steroids because he has an autoimmune disease and, and the smallest things like, and is always, always stress related, but the smallest things can make him, his ears start to bleed, his eyes start to bleed, uh, ulcers in his mouth just spew out Awful. blood. Like it was, it was a horrible thing that we were going through. And mm -hmm. um, we had it kind of fairly, we had it under control, but only with using the steroids and we wanted to get him off. Um, and, uh, and Pam was the one that was able to, who know, who knew that cats like have chakras, right. Oh, yeah. And you know, like the, that, the that you can cleanse energies from past traumas, all of this. Okay. Before we dive into this, and I really yeah. think your whole, uh, your, your business, your passion, you know, I think I, I love that, um, we're both able to say we get to do our passion as our job. Right. And I'm saying that with air quotes, mm -hmm. I, but, but I, I find it so fascinating that so many of us have similar stories where we're faced with a challenge and then we are at the end of our rope. We go searching for alternatives, right, that we have never heard of and that people think are weird or whatever. And and yeah. yet you you that's what you know, you're struggling with something uh, yourself physically, just like Dr. Katie Woodley with her husband uh, yeah. and immune disease. Right. Very similar story. And then you find something, you decide to go outside your comfort zone and you're healed in eight days. I want to know a little bit about eight days, eight weeks. Yeah. Whatever. Same difference. <laughs> well, when you've been struggling. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but I want to know a little bit about how you went from the whole, you know, realizing how powerful these alternative modalities can be to focusing on cats. You know, that's a great, great question. My best friend at the time that we worked together, she was going to this naturopath clinic in Houston that turns out to be like less than three miles away from where I used to live. And she would see these people, these ladies bring their cats into the clinic. She'd come back to work and goes, oh, yeah, I went to Tights of Health yesterday and there was a lady there with her cat. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I luckily I didn't need it at the time. But when I started having issues with one of my cats, and going through the whole veterinary, I'll call it, you know, circus, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> not getting answers and just, you know, keep re redirected and all this. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to take her to the naturopath. So I did. And I got answers like r right there. This is why this is happening. And we're getting, this is the food sensitivity. And this, we're going to clear this. I don't just wait. Wait 24 hours, she can eat it again. I'm like, really? Wow. <laughs> Never had an issue with it again. She had feline acne on her chin. Mm. And so after like literally three different vets, we went, because I didn't know what it was from. Right. And the last one we went to was a specialty dermatologist that said, oh, we could do allergy testing. It involves all the, you know, the, the needles on the skin. I'm like, there's that needle word again. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that to my cat. Oh, it could be food sensitivity, but we don't know what it is. And that was when light bulbs were going off in my head. I'm like, mm -mm, I need to go to the naturopath clinic. So that's what I did. And she was, she was sensitive to chicken. Surprise, surprise. Everybody's sensitive to chicken. Right. So, um, and probably the dry food at the time, because that's before I knew better. And so, you know, it was it was a learning process. But that just opened my eyes to muscle testing and working with pets and just the whole journey. I'm like, wow. And so when I got the chance to learn muscle testing and I could see how powerful it was to get answers in the moment you're asking questions to a body <laughs> and getting answers like mind blowing. And to know that I could do that, that was like my challenge. And I'm like, I was a dog on a bone, you know? So I was practicing and practicing all the modalities until I'm, until I got them. And it took a while to get them all at the time that it, the ones that I had been taught. So I would practice on people's pets. I would practice on my best friends and coworkers you know, they come in with supplements. Can you test and see if this works for me? And, you know, um, my nickname was Dr. Pam <laughs> at the office. But that was fun. And it was a learning. It was a learning process. And so when I started implementing the things that I was learning through very smart people in the pet industry and veterinarians, 
integrative and holistic vets and the nutrition side and learning how to use things like herbals and homeopathy for my own pet's issues and getting massive results and just starting to question the narrative. You know, like I remember taking Snow Bear to the vet once because he was coughing. It was like this, you know, and it was just like, I didn't understand what was going on. They took x-rays. Oh, look at this. Look at his lungs. And you could see like these little, I don't remember. I wouldn't call them bubbles, but they said, oh, it's like a kitty bronchitis and there's no cure. And my, I mail in my head. I'm like, oh no, no, there's always a cure. You just don't know it, but I'm going to find it. Yeah. So it was. So I took him to, um, I think I had him evaluated by the naturopath that I was going to, and she kept coming up with dust, dust just coming up, dust. And we didn't know where the dust was coming from. Well, hello, he was eating dry food and it's full of, you know, the particles and the dust and everything were eating her irritating his lungs when he was eating and stuff. Can I tell you after three days of no dry food, his cough, virtually stopped yeah so can we talk about how important diet is that right. was a huge wake-up call for me and that's that's about the time that i threw the, the kibble in the garbage i'm like we're not doing this anymore and you know it, I, I had been getting hearing the message for a while you got to get your cats on raw you got to get your cats on raw and it was always the same excuse oh but it's so expensive you know it's just whatever well when you can see what an impact by changing their diet makes so fast, I was I was like, well, I feel stupid that I waited so long and kept making excuses for the. So that was the part of the journey, you know, was the learning, and then you you learn, you do better the next time, and it was just a part of the journey. And I'm so glad that I listened to that intuition in the back of my mind, going, no, no. There is an answer and I'm going to figure it out. Instead and, of just throwing up your arms and saying, okay, well, they, the doctor said that there's nothing yeah, done. Yeah. So there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. And I had read a bunch of books over the course of probably two years after having that wake up call for my own health and just learning how skewed everything was in our reality. Um, that if you follow the money trail, a lot of times you'll really figure out motivations for why the products we buy, who's who's benefiting, whether it's food, whether it's government, whether it's, you know, institutions, food companies for humans, for pets, you know, doctors, the pharmaceutical medical complex, the whole deal, you know, follow the money, who's benefiting. Um, Dr. Mercola is, is really, really good about articles like that. And he would expose a lot of this stuff. And so I had already started to learn to think like that, you know, so question the narrative and then go do your research yep. and yep. figure out, well, no wonder so these people promote the vaccines or no wonder they want to promote the dry food. You start to follow the money and the motivation behind it. And I, and I was just really, I guess you could say I was really disappointed being in the health and fitness industry that I had never heard that before. When I was learning stuff about natural health, I felt like my industry had betrayed me. I really do remember feeling like that. Like I was totally let down. Like, you feel I, yes, because this, you know, it was an industry where you had to go get continuing education every couple of years to get recertified for things. And, you know, you'd learn about nutrition, you learn, but you never learned anything about the natural world. Right. Um, you know, that wasn't part of the paradigm of health. Right. And so that's why I felt so betrayed. I'm like, I'm in a health industry. I should be, I should have known this. Right. I made it my mission to learn and, you know, start reading things that weren't necessarily the traditional narrative and taking people's word for it. Like, no, 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 I'm going to go dig myself and go. What do other people say? You know? Yeah. Adrian always says, test everything and keep 
that which is good. Is I that from the Bible? That. I think that's some dude named he, Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old school. He hung out with. Yeah. But but I love that. And it I want to I want right? I want to kind of bring it back a little bit to that yeah. that whole, um, you know, living your passion and, and turning it into what we do as our jobs. I think that that's something mm-hmm. we were certainly told. And I'm sure you you heard it when you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to help cats. I want to do I want I, we want. You know, we do supplements, we do social mm-hmm. media, we do whatever, whatever it is that Education. has helped our babies. We want to share that. And I think we've been told by probably anyone ever concerned by us, there's, you can't make a living doing that. Right. You just can't. So, but we also came from the, from the pet nutrition industry, right? Like right. We, started, we started this back in 2005, 2005. you know, so it, it's been 17 years now yeah. that we, um, that we've been exposed to. This is when we first, it was 2005 that we learned about the pet food industry, which is actually what made us start questioning everything else. So we could say that <laughs> yes. animals actually saved our lives. Um, yeah. when we started questioning more and more things, um, but it was it was also very interesting that when we in 2015, so after 10 years in the pet, and I say that in air quotes, in We're the nutrition the dogs, industry, and we love dogs too. We love the dogs, right? But realizing that we are learning nothing about uh, virtually nothing about our cats. Mm-hmm. Yes learning stuff about supplements and we learned about food and we learned what supplements are going to benefit our cats. So that was great, you know? Um, but as far as, as far as like about cats specifically, uh, if, you know, one of our cats had an issue, there was, there was nothing. So, so, I mean, so when we started ours, just probably like you started yours, it was like, there's no, you know, there's a need and you fill it. Right. So we yeah. can actually, we can actually make this into a, make this into a business. Well, because we realize we're not the only seekers and if we can help find solutions, that's a big deal. I, right. we have so many beautiful people here uh, today, Jody, Dana, Laura Lee, uh, yeah. that I need to find my purpose. Um, let's talk a little bit about just how I, it is the most beautiful thing to find. It is not easy. Uh, you know, we have a very parallel path uh, that we've walked together, uh, you and I, you and us. Um, yes. And I think, you know, we started in 2015 and uh, just last year I was able to leave my full time job. You mentioned just this January, you have been able to retire from uh, the fitness industry and how long it takes. Um, I guess the. Talk us through your journey a little bit about yeah. it, it is hard and it does feel like you're just running into roadblocks and it's not making a difference and you're not certainly not getting where you would need to be to make a living. How do you continue on? Yeah. And especially when you have a full time job and then you're and then you're also, you know, so you're in you're working twice as much. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, you don't see any real um, monetary measurable. measurable results. Right. Well, fortunately for me, I've worked in sales and marketing for a very long time in the health industry and fitness industry. So I've, I've picked up a lot of stuff over the years, just that translates, you know, just in general marketing and and sales and building relationships. That was something that was came easy to me. So I, I knew what I needed to do. It was just a lot of it was, I didn't have the know-how to do some of the tech stuff. This is what we were talking about earlier. Technology makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes because sometimes it's just not easy, you know? So what I learned was pay someone who's really good at what they do when you suck at something, you know? <laughs> I didn't have time to spend three hours on a learning curve trying to do a certain thing when I could go pay somebody it was more valuable to me to pay somebody who was really good at what they're doing to build my website because I knew zero. And luckily, I have an awesome, awesome cousin in the web design industry who helped do that for me, and I paid him. Um, I paid someone to teach me what social media was all about. I literally had to hire a tutor. I didn't know what hashtag was. <laughs> I didn't have a Facebook account until I just started my business because I didn't care. Really? No, I didn't. I didn't care. And I was like, people don't care about me. I'm not going to put my life out there for, you know, who cares what I'm eating for dinner tonight? People don't want to know that kind of stuff. You know, I just didn't see the need. You know, right. 
So I didn't know. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what search engine optimization was. Right. I paid somebody to teach me how to do that. So, you know, you start a blog, you start writing, you start, you just take little steps. I knew what I needed to do. And I knew in order to be successful, you have to be consistent and you have to figure things out because it's not like someone hands you a roadmap and says, okay, there's your, it's like playing Candyland. Here's your starting point and here's where you're going to end up. And it's all over the board. It's not a straight line. No, and it never is. And that's very, it's very interesting that you say that. And I have two things in my head, so I'm going to try to stay on point. But uh, it's very interesting that you say that because there are many, um, I want to say schemes out there, basically, yeah. that, that will, you know, you pay them money and they will tell you, I will show you how to run a business. I have all the steps necessary. I've got it written down step by step. You follow these guidelines and you'll be a millionaire in a year, you know, or, or something like that. I mean, around those um many of them do say that you'll be a millionaire, but, um, but, but what's funny is that following the advice of even some of these people that I think have in specific realms are actually really successful, doesn't correlate to the business that we're in. Right. Like it it doesn't work the same way. Yeah. And I didn't want to go into debt buying into something like that. That wasn't that I didn't really have a good feel that was for me. Right. You know, that's the worst thing you want to be. I can I can say happily say that I built my company. I am debt free. I don't have credit card bills because of, you know, stuff that I had to pay for for my company. It was cash as I went because you don't want to get in debt while you're trying to do this. It's no. the worst feeling in the world. Yep. So that was that was a, that was very, very, very important to me. If I couldn't pay for it, I didn't do it. You know, I just had to really watch how I how how fast I grew and what I did. But I knew that there were essentials that I absolutely had to have. And a lot of that is being found online, getting your blog, getting your, you know, your social media out there, having something to share. Um, and my passion is educating people. Let me show uh, you, know, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I don't know it all, but I can tell you what I've learned yep. and I can bring you along the path, you know, on your journey and hold your hand and help you get where you need to be. And if I don't have all the answers, I'm going to tell you, I don't have all the answers, but I know people <laughs> and yep. I can find, help you find answers, you know, or we just dig in and we research. Yep. Um, just like you guys do, you know, yep. <laughs> and a lot of times your own cats become your training ground for the stuff that you need to learn. And I'll tell you the, some of the most popular, um, blog articles that I've written on my site, the ones that get the most traction are the ones that come from personal experience through my cats. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you that you're hitting a nerve with people it's resonating because we're all having the same issues, you know, surrounding these major illnesses or diseases or whatever. It's very, very common. Um, And I'm so grateful. I didn't, want to have those issues for my cats, but they taught me the lessons that I needed to learn, you know, and a lot of times it's like, okay, that was wrong. I'm never going to raise my next cat like that. You're not going to eat that kind of food and you're not going to have this kind of medicine. You're not, you know what I'm saying? It just teaches you to go, um, find, it gives you the tools or the opportunity to go find new tools. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, our cats really do become our best teachers. And I think I find myself saying, you know, we've learned so much from our mistakes. And and I feel like even saying that they were mistakes almost devalues the learning process. I don't like thinking about all the mistakes uh, I made with Scott or with Mama as an 18, 19 year old kid, you know. they really do teach us. Tell us a little bit about, because I think, you know, I was just visiting with my... Sorry, there's a guy at the front door. And Will you take a picture? I Yeah, I'm wondering why he's not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> Does he, is he... We don't know what's happening. But I was just visiting with my family in uh, Knoxville, kind of telling my folks about the business, because it is really like, to everyone outside of the cat community, yeah. it's the cat thing. How's the cat thing going, right? I'm sure you get that as well. How's the cat thing? Yeah. And literally people wondering, what what do you do all day? 
right? Like <laughs> they still ask us, they what still, do you do all day? Like it would like we oh my gosh, do you wanna do you wanna see our to-do right. list on what you have to do in order to yeah. grow a business? But I what I really it. found was powerful to share with them was showing them basically our our growth graph. And there have been some really significant things that have happened in our lives, whether it was a housebreaking, um, things that may not be seen as Positive. Uh, positive. That really contributed growth that we never would have thought. You know what? If we really want to grow, we Let's should rip out all the walls and ceilings in our house and tell people, wow, our house was broken. I mean, we didn't rip them out. But um, what, are there are there, are there there markers on your journey, uh, your seven years in as well, where you really see a big, uh, you know, uh, some light at the end of the tunnel, some, some real growth? When... When you start to get repeat business from clients and you start to hear the success stories and then you start to get referrals and you start to see your revenues go this way instead of this way, you know, and you, but again, and we've talked about this before, it grew organically because I feel like if it was too fast and furious, I probably wouldn't have been able to keep up with it being yeah. full-time employed, you know, so universe knew what it was doing when it was just slow growth, you know, steady, move forward. It's also about building your community and networking, you know, and finding other people in our tribe that we can start, you know, sharing and growing together and encouraging and that community just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you guys see that all the time. I mean, I've seen it tremendously in the last three years. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's what I had in my head earlier that I was going to say, it's, you know, how you said, and I learned many years ago as an entrepreneur doing, you know, service-based uh, stuff that, um, that relationships are so important from, you know, from, from the old successful men, mm -hmm. right? They're oh, like, they're so important um, in growing any business. That's not something that's ever going to change. But what's interesting is how it changes, how you make those relationships now, whereas it used mm -hmm. to be, let's, you know, we get a referral from somebody and we go out to a dinner or something like that. Now it is online. And that's what building yeah. community is about. It's building relationships um, with like-minded people, whether they're in the industry or whether they, we just have, you know, the love of cats or the, you know, the something in common, depending on what uh, community you're trying to build. Um, but it is, uh, it's an interesting, beautiful, but un, uh, a lot of people reject it even to this day because it's different from how it's been for. Well, I think there was that whole age of, and, and you mentioned it, just talking about, you know, if the, if you couldn't pay for it up front, it wasn't going to happen. I think a lot of people think they can just throw money at it. Let's throw up some ads and let people know all these awesome things that I'm doing. And then it, business will just come. And I, I feel, you know, Gary V talks about we that thought a lot. That, too. that there's at the very beginning, because mm -hmm. we came from a business and that's how they, that's how they function. Right. Um, it wasn't about, you know, if anything, the more people you had to deal with, the worse your day was, you know, <laughs> And in this, and, and in this way, it is, it is organic and it is authentic. And mm -hmm. that's what makes it not different. work. Because mm -hmm. I think like Gary Vee says, if you're, if, if you think that throwing up a Facebook page or throwing out, you know, digital advertising is going to turn you into something, those days are gone. People want to be able to, you know, I, I want to know where my stuff is coming from. I think I want to, when I, if someone recommends a business or a product to me, I go to their website before I even look at the product or how much it is. I go to about us, about me. I want to know who these people are. You yeah. know, yeah. I, I just want to know. I want to know the source. Well, and that's and that's the the way that the industry has shifted, right? Not just our industry, but just the industry as a whole, consumers as a whole. Yeah. Is that now? And maybe it's because of supply and demand. There's so many people doing and offering so many different things that you want to get to. You want to you want to find the one that you resonate with most mm -hmm. uh, the ones that you uh, that you like most right so you you kind of right. build um if you if you don't build a brand um you know that people trust then and that logo is not the brand right like we thought that a logo was the brand for so long and it was like right. all we have to do you is get are your this logo right. you are yeah, yeah. Right. You are you are your brand right so 
you have to put they're they're buying you right you know as much as they are buying your product they're buying you and i think that's real important um a lot of the online retail strategies these days just kind of lose that personalization it's just you know pay-per-click pay this google this and like and i can tell you i've tried i tried all a lot of those things mm-hmm. it didn't generate zero for me and oh I, ours was negative negative, negative. Yeah. yeah yes yes exactly so you know even though companies may come and go oh we'd love to help you build blah 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 i'm like no thank you mm-hmm. because i am a niche we are a niche in the industry and i find that the the organic growth is the genuine growth and those are the people who are going to stick with you it's not the clickbait you know pay-per-click this that whatever um being online retailers it's interesting because there are people that will shop with you for your stuff because they want to support you and your brand and then there's people that will 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 go buy the same product on amazon for a dollar less because they want to save a buck. And so, you know, and that's okay. That's what they want to do. That's fine. I'm, I guess when we work so hard to build a brand that's unique and I don't have a hundred thousand dollar marketing budget in my budget every year for marketing online and advertising, like the big box chains do, you know, I want to support the little guy. I want to support the family owned business. I want to support locally owned businesses. And that's important to me because those people have put their heart and their soul and their blood, sweat and tears into that company, into that brand. And they care, you know, I look for the about us too. When I'm, when I'm shopping online or trying a new brand or, you know, store or whatever, I want to know who I'm shopping with. And I, I'm being, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm getting, more cynical or older <laughs> in my older age there there's just some companies i just refuse to do business with because i don't like their values yeah well and I, well what you mentioned though that you like supporting the little guy the family businesses because you know they put the blood sweat and the tears in it and i have to say we know that you put the blood sweat and tears into your business as well yeah. I that uh, that element of empathy of of where we choose to put our dollars is a, is a big deal i really feel though that you know with with everything that you've done um, it is one of those things where there's always like an element of surprise. It's, I remember when we first met you being like, what, what did she do? What is this? And how much you worked with us, the, the amount of effort, the, uh, the, like you mentioned at, at the top of the podcast, you said, I can hold your hand and take you as far as I can take you. I can share with you resources that I have found that may be helpful to you. Like you, you literally took us, you held our hand, you held our hand all the way through that. Even in my cynical, like, okay. In, in her cynical old age, right. too. <laughs> right? No, it's true. And I was just talking to a client before I came on here, and she was saying the same thing. Um, the journey started about two months ago, and she says, I really hope I don't need to call you. And I said, I do, too. That's my goal. I want to be, I want you to be able to not need me. That is my goal. And if it takes two months, three months, four months for us to get there, then so be it. I'm here, you know, but um, I don't know. There's this day and age that seems it, it feels like there's there's very few companies out there that really they say they care, but they really you're just a number. You're just the motivation is becomes apparent you know? at some point. And I think that's, you know, being being driven by, you know, we were talking about purpose and we were talking about what. what the amount of work that goes into really trying to fulfill a purpose uh, is different, but it's the fuel, I think, is that intention of yeah. wanting I have to, to make a difference. I have to um, n- not necessarily disagree, but I have noticed that in the cat niche specifically, mm-hmm. there are more and more of the true caring, loving companies, oh God, the people yes. that will yes. will spend two hours with us on a Zoom because they want us to promote their product, but we have to drill them down. Like we have to figure out that if this is a very, like, what do you do? Where did, what's your history? How did this start? And they will spill their guts and tell everything about their entire story and make us fall in love with them. 
from and and it's not an act, but because they're telling their story of of how they came to be. And and I do have to say, prior to you know us going into the cat industry, I did see a lot of the cutthroat, and I did see a lot of the business, even the business, my family business that we worked for for ten years. You were still a number. You know, it yeah. was that nobody really, really cared. They didn't know anything outside of their own products that, you right. know, they had what was going to make them a profit. It wasn't about like, you know, shit. Right. Yeah. Like right. we can't help you, but I bet Pam or so probably holistic would be a big help. Right. Or we don't have a supplement that covers that, but you might want to check out Adored Beast. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's because where- again, I, I, I do carry a, several lines in my own store, but I tell people all the time, there are many great products out there. I can't carry them all, but I can recommend them, you know, yep. because there are many really good options. And here's your, here's three or four for you to choose from. I don't care if you buy from me, but buy something that's going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that. I love- support these companies that, that are doing the right thing that make excellent products, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and it's still us being able to, and that's, uh, you know, we've talked, we told the story so many times about um, us filing bankruptcy because we did try to just throw a bunch of money and we didn't keep mm-hmm. up. We feel like we were going into Google ads and, and things like this. And, you know, say, we we're like, okay, we got good sales, but we had no idea that we were paying twice as much for those sales. So we were actually losing money every single month. Um, and then, and then a file bankruptcy but we still knew we still had all the affirmations in our own life to know that this is the path that we're supposed to be on. And we have to keep figuring it out. We still have to work towards it. And so now that we have nothing, let's stop trying to sell our products and let's just sell our passion and let's do all, you know, let's, let's try to help every cat that we can, not with just our products, but let's find something else. And, and that's really what's, started the the real growth for us is is when and the growth internally for us like not just in our business but for us personally is is really being able to uh, like we I, i tell the story sometimes about one of the first times that was like the best compliment made me cry was when we were at this cat show um it was a it was a cat convention and somebody came up to us at our booth and they said, um, I just really want to thank you. And she starts to cry. And she was like, you gave a cat tip one day and you said um, how, you know, a tip that could help cat get your cat to the vet is to play classical music in the car. And she was like, I did that and it saved my cat's life. It was the only way that I was able to successfully get my cat to the vet. And it, there was no product involved. There was no sale involved. It was just, wow, something that we said right. helps everybody. And that was like, I, I just want to keep doing that. Let's just keep doing that forever. Like, and then, and then it's like, okay, but we have to try to, you know, we have to also add in sales and we still suck at, at the whole, like, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, unless we're solving a problem when somebody right. comes to us, it's like, and, and how many times and how much money is left on the table, honestly, when people are like, oh, my cat has this, this issue. And it's like, no you need to go and get this product and you can find it and we'll go send them links and things like that. We're not an affiliate. We have no, you know, or go, you need to go see Pam with perfectly holistic. She'll get you the right answers. Like that's who you need to, you know, like we're, right. because we're, we're helping solve a problem. And right. that, that means more than any monetary value, honestly. Which is so true that you really do help streamline solutions for a lot of us. We've experienced that. I have to ask, what does it feel like? being full-time for your own business for the <laughs> probably the same way you felt last July or June when you when I said when you jumped yep jump <laughs> can I tell you the last like six months prior from super zoo last year from about the time of super zoo there was this deep knowing inside of me I knew it was coming like within the next few months, I, I can't tell you, I have no, I had no proof that it was this deep sense of knowing inside of me. And so I just, you know, I'm one, I'm a very patient person. You can ask anybody who knows me, the things that I endure and just, you know, persist and just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen when it happens. I'm not going to worry about it. It's just going to happen when it's meant to happen. 
So that was kind of the, that was the mindset I had carried for a while, but I just knew that it was going to start snowballing. And um, late November, my husband at the time took off for UK to go on a sabbatical thing he was planning. And I told my realtor, I'm going to sell this damn house while he's gone. And God bless it. Would you know, two weeks later, I sold that damn house. <laughs> and how long had you been trying to sell that house? Six years. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's called the universe God saying, it's not time yet. Mm -hmm. yep. You got some stuff to learn, honey. You know, you got some stuff to do. So you just sit right there and you just do and you just keep pushing forward until I tell you it's time. I'm like, okay. And you have to be okay with that because there is no forcing things. When you force things, bad things happen. Right. Sometimes you don't want, you know, I could, I could have thrown a bunch of credit on a credit card to pay for stuff and gotten in worse. You know what I'm saying? And then, then you're, then you're stressed because now you've got added financial problems on top of everything else. So you just have to be patient and you have to trust the process. And I kept, that's one of the lessons I guess I've learned is trust the process. Enjoy the journey. Cause you're, you're, we know the, we know the destination. We just don't know the journey, how we're going to get there. And so there's a lot of learning and there's a lot of growth that has to happen on that, on that path. And so I sold my house in December um, and then I had literally almost four weeks to find a place to move. And I knew I was going to Georgetown and that's a whole nother story. People ask me, how'd you know? I'm like, that's where the universe guided me to go. I knew one person. I had been here twice. Um, I, <laughs> when you know, you know. People do that. That's like that's like you know somebody telling like your old boss saying, "Jump." You mm -hmm. know, you don't know where you're landing. I don't know why, but okay, that's where I'm gonna go. So I found a house. I got the house packed. I got movers. I got the whole thing all arranged by January. Oh, and I resigned my job on January seventh. Oh, and I'm sorry. That was my last day. And I moved on the 12th of January to Georgetown. So it was like the universe finally said, okay. And doors opened. And I can tell you, it was almost like walking through a dream. It was seamless. It was, it was easy. I didn't have a roadblock. It was like God said, all right, I'm removing all the obstacles. And that is literally what happened. Wow. That is literally what happened. It it was um, a busy time. And I look back and I go, holy crap, how did I get all that done in four weeks? Because, yeah. it was, it, you know, I had. I wondering the same thing. I, I hit my quota, like by the 19th of December for the month. So I was, and I knew by then that I was resigning. My company didn't know I was resigning, but when I sold my house, it was my birthday, was on my birthday. And so I am sitting there for three weeks knowing that I'm going to resign. And how do you, how do you hold it together? Like I was, I was exploding, you know, I was so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm going to take my company full time, you know, and I've been wanting to do this for so long and it's, happening and it was so cool how just everything unfolded exactly precisely it was easy but i had prepared and i had planned and i had worked and worked and worked and lost a lot of sleep you know because when you're doing two different jobs all your all of my free time for five and a half six years was tied up into building this business because snow bear told me this is your journey and this is your purpose and i didn't die on accident it was to get you to here um and so there was a whole piece about that whole transition and i can't tell you how cool it is to get up and walk from the bedroom to the office and that's my commute <laughs> right <That's amazing. laughs> it is it's not nice. I, don't, I don't set an alarm anymore 
but I work till 10 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so I have, I make sure we all know it's very easy to get absorbed in our jobs and our careers and whatever, and not take time for yourself. So the first half of my day is for me. I go work out. I go do my errands. I go make post office friends. I get, you know, whatever. And the second half, you know, early afternoon till nine thirty, ten o'clock at night is client and it's work and it's planning and it's, it's all the business stuff, but I can do that because it's just me. I don't have a TV. It's quiet. I'm not interrupted and it's so productive and I'm having a blast. Oh, I love so it. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. Even though those six years were very hard to wait, I knew it was going to be worth it. Yeah, it is worth it. It's worth it. It's not easy. There's, you know, there's still days I get, I feel a little overwhelmed when you should see how my, my long, my list is <laughs> like, I'll put you on my list. You know, I'll get to you when I get to you, but um, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know I was going to say it's every day has challenges. It's just so important to keep that perspective that I think helps drive us through the the years it takes to kind of be ready to jump. Right. Uh, yesterday, Jay almost fired herself because of technical issues. I, it was it was not a good day. for. <laughs> I Jay. said I quit like five times. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's always to say that there aren't always going to be challenges and things that need to be done. And, you know, every part of. Um, living a purpose isn't always going to be something that's, you know, bells and roses all the time, but it yeah. is really an incredible, that, that overwhelming feeling of blessings and of gratitude is really uh, an extraordinary experience. I'm floored that we're basically out of time. I don't know if I'm seeing Oh my right. Lord, 47 however, minutes already? How does that happen? However, I, I wanted to say, um, because I know that we've got a couple a couple entrepreneurs um, that listen to the podcast that are here live today. Um, if you had to, what, what's your what's your best, best piece of advice? Yeah, best piece of advice as far as the journey. Yeah. Number one, I would say be patient. I knew you were going to say that. Be patient. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's you're going to run into challenges and roadblocks. And you have to just step back and look at it as an opportunity mm -hmm. to grow or to learn and not to get frustrated and freak out because that doesn't, you can't operate from a clear mind when you're angry or upset or, you know, all that. You just, you can't think straight. So you have to take a step back and go, okay. So what I've learned to do when I run into roadblocks now is, okay, I'm obviously supposed to learn something from this. What is it I'm supposed to learn? I'm ready. You know, and you have to just take it like, okay, there's a reason this is happening. And so it's an opportunity to respond or to learn or to grow. And so you have to be patient. You can't force things. Even if your list is a million, you know, lines long, you just have to take it one step at a time and um, being consistent, being persistent and just follow your plan. You know, you have to have some sort of plan. You have to have an understanding of what it is you want to do and what what action things you need to get to do to get that to happen. Right. If that's marketing twice a week and emailing and planning your events and doing all that promotion. Then you just have to really stay organized and you have to be on it because yeah. before you know it, that date is right around is tomorrow. Oh, my gosh, I haven't done it yet. So right. you have to be very, or, I mean, you know this, you have to be very organized yeah. Very yeah. Disciplined. Um, and just, you know, don't forget to take time for yourself because one of the things that after being here for a couple months, it was really late one night and I just, I had, <laughs> I bought this set of cat tarot cards last year sometime because I just thought they were cute and I, I love like tarot readers and stuff and I've learned so much just a way to tap into what the universe wants to show you. So one night I was just like, you know, I just felt like I needed a, there was a message I needed to learn. I'm like, okay, I just pulled my cards out and I just shuffled and I just, okay, let's pull a card and see what it says. And you know what it said? 
don't forget to take time out for yourself and have fun and enjoy. Mm. I'm like, okay, thank you. Got the message. Thank you. So yeah. Much. yeah. That was confirmation because I was just putting so much of my time and not doing the things that I need to do for me, mm -hmm. you know? So that was just a confirmation of like what I was already hearing in my head. Like you really need to stop and you know, this will wait till tomorrow and you get, you know, because yeah. I was just thinking I, I was working seven days a week mm -hmm. and I didn't, I, I don't, I know one person. Well, I didn't know. I know more than one person here now, but you know, it's so it's easy when you work from home and you can stay put. I don't go anywhere, <laughs> you know, didn't have, I, you know, it's easy to just keep working, grinding. Working, you yep. know, yep. I, don't, I didn't have social appointments and lunch dates and weekend plans, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was just a reminder, like, okay, take time for yourself. You don't have to do this all the time. You're going to burn out. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably still to this day, one of our hardest um, things for us to, for us to grasp. And it's true. Like when you don't go out and COVID was like great for this, but also not so great. But when you, you know, when you don't, um, when you don't have to go out to work, then you, you always just want to be able to, or when you do have to go out to work, you always just want to be able to go home. Right. But when home mm -hmm. is for work, you yeah. have you get yourself out of your home sometimes yeah. in order to do something for yourself and relax. You have to actually physically yeah. leave your home for us. Yeah. At, at least we do because we won't put down work even when we're like, okay, let's sit outside and relax for a bit. Then it's still, you know, grab our phones and, Oh, there's a message coming through and somebody has a question about this and right. somebody needs that. And, you know, so it's, so uh, we, that's probably one of our, um, hardest things. But at the same time, you know, there is like you said, discipline. And that is, you know, I think that's the one of the biggest roadblocks, patience, number one, for sure, yeah. but discipline too. And those go hand in hand mm -hmm. because, you know, you have to be able to, you have to be able to work for yourself. You have to be, um, you have yeah. to have, yes, you have to, well, you have to have a good work ethic, right? Yes. Yes. Nice to run a business, but you have to have a good work ethic too and a drive to yeah. do that because you you can you know go through the process of setting up an LLC or a you know S corp or whatever. Well, most people stop then, there, right? Yeah, like that's paperwork. But you have to dreams don't build themselves. It yeah. is like that minutia and those things that are unpleasant that you have to just constantly. You still you have, have to, to constantly yeah. you know do um, in order to. Keep running, but, but taking that time out for yourself, I think is that's what, especially when, you know, we are all, um, very much online. Right. And so we yes. have, to, we have to keep that energy going. And, you know, for us, a lot of times we are like, have no energy whatsoever, but then we turn on this live or we turn on this oh. camera and it's our, it's the people in our community that give us that joy. And, yeah. and so sometimes we mm -hmm. turn to that to get that energy, but on those days that we, have, you know, refilled our tanks and that we do feel really good and we feel more centered. We see the outcome so mm -hmm. different. It's, I mean, it's crazy, Pam. I mean, 190 people join alive when that never, ever happens. But just because we have that like really good energy, like all these people are jumping on. It's like, what? What's going on? And there's nothing that's changed other than we we feel better. We've refueled yeah. ourselves. So I think that yeah. is a really important thing, too. Absolutely. And having a good mentor sometimes helps it. You know, if you're new at start at running your business, I, I worked with a retail mentor for a couple of years um, for free. And if, if anyone is starting a business or in a business that just needs some guidance, some advice, you know, go talk to smart people who've done it for a while and figured it out. Um, there is an organization called score.org and they have local chapters. And so I tapped into a local chapter in Houston and I learned, I, I went to some of their in-person workshops. I did online webinars and they have stuff all the time that just teach you how to be a better entrepreneur and aspects of business. I mean, every aspect of business that you can think of from industry, whatever. Um, it's a great resource and it's free. So, you know, again, realizing you don't know what you don't know. So go find smart people who know 
what they're doing and learn from them. Yep. So you don't make the same mistakes that they made. They're going to tell you, don't do it this way. <laughs> Doesn't yep. work, you know, try this, do it this way instead. That, um, that was just, it was just, that's just a great resource for people to have. It really helped me. I love that. I, I had, um, there were, I can't remember the website now. I want to say it's mentorme.com or something like that. But there was, there were free mentors mm -hmm. that you could, and I don't even remember who gave me that resource. It was at the very beginning. And um, I was like, I need a mentor. I need somebody to, you know, help me and teach me what is what's happening and what's going on and am i doing this right you know i'm this it's all new new um and she was fantastic she was absolutely her name was jennifer and she was absolutely fantastic and she uh she helped raise our profits like immediately yeah. um just from some mistakes that i was making that's awesome yeah and, and, you, and, don't and, know what you don't know when you're first starting out in this business right it, the first uh, when we first started we would go to a business mastermind uh at 9 a.m on saturdays or 8 or 9 a.m on saturdays yeah. we took every one of our sites so people from all different kinds of industries entrepreneurs people that were you know thinking uh, about starting thinking, a business yeah, or had just all different business. levels which was really a great resource for us as well which is how we met the beautiful sarah christensen uh, who is now um, probably the most coveted cat sitter in all the land because <laughs> she is our cat sitter. But it also reminds me, and I know we're way over on time and we have a crazy afternoon, but oh, we, we teased the last time we saw you was when we had the podcast with you and Sarah uh, after the ghost came and visited our home. And there is a rumor. There is another ghost story. There is a ghost story. Can you tease it? I, you want me to tell you real quick? Yes. yes. Okay. And so... For those of you who don't know, I do mind, body, spirit release, which is a, it's an energy um, modality to identify cellular imprints due to negative experiences and traumas, because those emotions are stored in the body and organs, tissues, glands, etc., and they affect or interfere with well-being and health and all that. So I do this with cats and with people, and so I can I know my cats well enough when something's off. I come in and I test them and go through my charts. Okay, where are the blocks? Where's the interference and all that? So for the last week or so at night, I have the cats in bed and we're laying in there and it's quiet. There's no noise or anything. You know, it's you can hear the random house noise that, you know, but I would hear stuff in the living room. I would hear like little sounds, like stuff getting moved or you know just little noises that didn't add up for me and i'm like what is that so i get up and i go and i'd stand in the doorway of the living room and i would just look and it's just quiet dead quiet nothing's you know nothing's moving so i go back to bed and then the other night um i crawled into bed and i'm sitting up getting ready for meditation and i pull the sheets up me and Aylin comes up and acts like a hound dog. She is sniffing all over my legs and my sheets. And I'm like, what are you sniffing for? You, she never does this. And it was obviously she smelled something. So I'm like, oh, girl, I'm going to have to check you in the morning. You know? <laughs> and I had noticed that when I opened the door to let them out on the back into the backyard, some she'll both of them would like walk up and then it's like they're walking into a wall and they kind of back up and try to maneuver around and they'll try to go around i'm like there's nothing there why are you why are you running into a roadblock i mean that's literally what it looks like it's like er, mm, you know i'm like okay no uh so I was, I came in here that morning and I pulled out my mind, body, spirit release charts and I start going through and wouldn't you know it, spiritual interference is coming up and I'm like, I knew it. So who is it? So I was going through, there's four, really, surprise, surprise. Who are they? People? No. Cats? Yes. All four of my cats and spirits, Snow Bear, Hershey, Rocket, and Lily, are here. They are here, and they have been here for probably a good week or so. 
And that's who I'm hearing playing in the living room at night, making noises, things dropping. She's smelling them on me and the sheets. She got so, last night, she cuddles. And I have the, we're, we're like snuggling. And all of a sudden, she starts to wiggle and like move around. And she does this. Like she's biting the air. I'm like, what? What? It's the cats. The cats, Hershey and Lily were trying to sleep where they normally slept. Oh, he's in the way and they are irritating her. And she gets up and walks out into the living room and starts crying. Oh, baby girl. So the other night I sat, I was like, okay, y'all must have a message. Yeah. Why are they? Why are they you're, not, you're not trying to sage them out. Right. <laughs> now, now I'm like, okay, okay. Does one of y'all want to tell me what's going on? And Hershey immediately, immediately came forward in my mind. And I, I get downloads. Like it's like a conversation, like a knowing. Okay, it's not like I hear a voice or whatever, but it's just like a knowing. And I see him and he said, we are here to raise the vibration of your home because you're going to need it right now because cat dad is coming back tomorrow and we need to support both of you. He's going to be here for a little bit while he waits for his visa to come through back in the UK. I don't know how long that is, but that's why they're here. Oh, wow. Whoa. To protect you, to help and, you. And to support him. And yeah. because yeah. Him. He, loves, he loves them. He loves them. And um, so I just thought that was profound, that yeah. that's why they are here right now, to support us being in the same house again. Wow. Yeah, I've always thought cats are just a little more evolved than we oh, humans. Oh, for sure. And that's a, just another affirmation right there. Yeah. And, they're incredible. So now okay. when <laughs> when I open the door this morning and, the, you know, Aylin wants to go out and she's like, er, roadblock. I'm like, Hershey. <laughs> right. I just start naming them. Get out of her way. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm having to, you know, call out my cats in spirit and tell them to behave. <laughs> oh, my wow. gosh. That's so much. I mean, that's so amazing, though. It, it really is amazing. Oh. They're all here. Oh, I love it, though. That's not a scary ghost story at all. No, no, it's a happy ghost story. Some people would think it's a little weird, but I'm like, I'm comforted by it. So just oh. know they're here, they're present, you know, watching yeah. over us. And yeah, wow. amazing. Love that so much. Oh, Pam, I wish we could talk forever. Oh, You're so amazing. I can't believe an hour just flew by that fast. Um mm -hmm. But uh, but we could literally go on forever. Well, you know, since uh, Cat Dad's going to be there for an indefinite amount of time, maybe we need to schedule a girls' night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, in Super Zoo, right? We're going to be yeah, doing yeah. some. We're going to be doing some lives together at Super Zoo and yes. like that. So I think it's going to be. We're going to have some yeah. more oh, excitement right. coming up soon, guys. With Pam. Yeah. Roussel from Perfect. Well, yeah. Holistic. For any newbies here, I, I I'm sorry we're not keeping up with comments, you guys, and I really can't barely see them from here but um people want to find you they want to experience some of the incredible tools you have in your toolbox yeah uh, that's or themselves as we need to remind we need to re-up on our yes mind body spirit um <laughs> where can people find you what's the best way to, to get in touch with you um the best way is email honestly pam at perfectlyholistic.com um I have a blog, which is perfectlyholistic.com. And then we have an e-commerce store at shop.perfectlyholistic.com. And you'll see lots of different services on there as well as products. Um, this Monday night on my radio show, I'm, I'm having a roundtable talk with one of my animal communicators and my Reiki gal. And we're talking about um, ways to deepen our connections with our pets that are not common. And it's through things like Reiki and animal communication and Akashic record readings and past life healings. Wow. Well, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. So if you want to kind of learn a little bit more about what those kind of things are and how they help pets and, you know, deepen that understanding of, of why they do what they do and who they are. And it's going to be cool. Yes. What and where time is and that? where can people find that? What time and where for that interview? 
It's seven o'clock central time and it's going to be streamed on the, on my YouTube and perfect and um, Facebook page. Okay. And I just want to, I just want to say for listeners, if you're trying to find perfectly holistic, that's spelled P U R R R perfectly holistic. Um, and, and on all social media platforms also P U R R perfectly holistic. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I can't wait to hug you. I know. No. Only a few more weeks. I mean, yeah. It's going to pass by so fast and we're going to have true. so much fun. So much fun. So <laughs> much fun, <laughs> as Jody would say. So thank you guys all for joining us as well. And um, we are going to get back to work as the entrepreneurs. I know. Guys, so. Here we are. Yeah. So we love it. you guys. Mwah. Mwah. Love you. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Thank you, Pam. <laughs>